Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast, a division of the Hockey Podcast Network. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Someone sounds like they're coming on the train! <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is Paul Bissonette and Mike Grinelli. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. I'm Matt from Surrey. New Westminster, North Van. And you're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jake Jude. McTavish for Calder, and I mean it this time. Marcus Keller. Plan the parade or blow it up. No in between. And Tyler Erlinson. Chismenko will get 40 goals this year. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast! Woo! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 112. I hope you guys enjoyed that extra long thriller last week. Yeah, oh my God. I can't believe people listened to us for four hours. <laughs> yeah, well, you guys clearly got nothing better to do, but, you know. <laughs> what a bunch of losers, you bums. <laughs> While you're at it, you better uh, take a listen to this one because we got so much fun stuff to talk about. Lots on the Bef- agenda. But before I get into anything, I want to introduce you to these fantastic co-hosts. Marcus Keller. How's it going, everybody? And Jake Jude. What's going on? What's going on? Thank you for the introduction. <laughs> yeah, <thanks. laughs> You're very welcome. And you are our host. Yes. Uh, yeah, you guys don't need that to know about me. I'm, I'm Tyler Erlinson. If you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, this is your first episode, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while since it's been just the three of us. Yeah. It's been a long ass time <laughs> yeah, since it's been the three really of us. Long. But we're missing Alex, though. DJ yes. Smitty Smith is, <laughs> is not in the building tonight. No, he's not. He's, he's, he's sad. Yeah, he's playing yeah. some club downtown exactly. or something like tonight. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you can catch him at the, the yeah, Roxy. Surrey Tap House. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought he was playing number five orange. <laughs> no, no. Playing or dancing? Yeah. He's entertaining. It's number yeah. five. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, there's a vaguely worded text message here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little alarmingly ambiguous. Oh, good God. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we got yeah. lots of Canucks news this week, lots of NHL news. But first, as always, we got to do. Actually, it's the first time in quite a while we've gotten to do yeah. Tyler's, Tyler's surprise money line. line. It's Tyler's surprise money line. Oh, yeah. Light the lamp with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can make a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort KS, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash hockey terms. All right, we got some absolute banger picks for you this week. Sweet. You're either going to win big or you're going to lose big. So That is the Tyler Surprise yeah. money line promise. <laughs> <Yes>. Guaranteed. <laughs> All you right. will either win or lose. I guarantee it. <laughs> San Diego Padres. They're hot right now. They're going to stay what? hot when they beat the Philadelphia Phillies. What do you mean they're hot? They're hot. The Padres, the Padres are hot. They're they, 43 and 47. And yeah, they have but they like one of the best rosters in the league. They've won like five of their last six. It's the all-star break. Uh, yeah. 
coming into the break, they won five of their last six. Right. They're hot right now. Okay. The boys are buzzing. <laughs> we're taking another game. We're taking the Oakland Athletics. Oh, God. To beat the Minnesota Twins. Is this their last ever game? Or <laughs> <laughs> Might be, but they used to be hot, and then they started losing a bunch, and they're going to heat yeah. up again. You know how a couple weeks ago I was talking about how bad the Mets were? Yeah. In June, the Athletics beat the Mets in a series. Yeah. <laughs> the Athletics were hot. They won like six in a row. Hmm. Actually, I think it was even more than that. I think it was seven or eight. Okay. All right. This one, this one you guys will like a little more. The Tampa Bay Rays to beat the Kansas City Royals. Easy. But I take the Rays by minus one and a half. The money line there is only one and a half. Uh, I think that's what the it always Rays is. Suck. Oh, okay. Just yeah. just to just take them on this minus one and a half. Just win yourself a little bit more money. Yeah. And the last game, the Houston Astros will hammer the Los Angeles Angels. So because take, half the roster in LA is like just gone. And Shohei's dead, yeah. so <laughs> did you see um Brandon Belt's comments about Shohei Otani. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. hilarious. Oh, he was savage. So, yeah, so they did an interview with... Okay, think of... Brandon Belt is the equivalent of, like, the seventh defenseman. That's, okay. He's the, he's the DH, but he doesn't DH every game. So anyway... Oh, okay. So they're doing an interview with him, and uh, and they're basically saying, like, oh, you know, you didn't, you didn't make it to the All-Star game. Ha-ha. And he goes, do you remember exactly what he said about Shohei? Yeah, I'd have to look it up. Okay. Anyways, well, he, he makes some comment about how, like, yeah, this bum out in L.A. squeaked in. And they didn't pick me. And it's like, <laughs> dude. Okay, so this would It's a very of... self-aware joke, but it's just, like, not a good look. All oh, right. you got it there? This, this is what he said. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you know it's rigged. I should be number one, Belt said. And everyone knows I'm a better hitter than Otani is. <laughs> Not many people in the league are a better yeah. hitter than Shohei Otani. Yeah. Okay. Except so, for Brandon Belt, yeah. who clearly thinks he's the best. Right. Yeah. So th- this would be kind of like Kyle Burrow's chirping Connor McDavid type situation. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. yeah that's that's it's a really good analogy. Way to go, Marcus. Thank you. Good job. Buddy. I understand baseball. <laughs> Sorry if I hit the mic. I hope that yeah. wasn't loud. Um. Yeah. Go baseball. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That, that's all I got for you guys this week. So uh, that's it. Make some money. Make some money. Yeah. Lots of money. Okay. All right. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. We, we going into Canucks news? We are definitely going into Canucks news. How much Canucks news could there possibly be? More it than, is the middle of July. More than you'd think. <laughs> okay. Uh, big, I'm, I'm trying to golf think, fans over here. Try, trying to think where to start, but I think we got to start with the one I'm the most excited about. Let's go. Okay. The big breaking news. It's not really breaking anymore, but it's still, it happened since our last episode. So you're hearing about it now. Nils Hoaglander signed two-year contract worth 1.1 annually. Great. I love it. Great deal. I love Nils Hoaglander. I have been very high on this guy since we drafted him. When he made his debut in the the bubble season, I know we've talked about which which hot, which NHL period is the bubble period. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the whole season where no yeah. one was allowed to go. He made his his rookie debut then. The next year, he was kind of up and down from the AHL and the NHL. Then last year, he spent almost the whole year in the AHL. I actually think this is really good for him. I think he was actually rushed into the NHL too quickly. Uh, a lot of people forget this. He actually took Louis Erickson's spot in the lineup. And his number. 
And then after, <laughs> yes, after Louis Erickson left, Hoaglander also took his number. Just just to rub salt in the wound. <laughs> I forgot that. Yeah. My yeah. spot, and this is my number. Exactly. It's yeah. funny, though. He did take his number, and the next thing you know, he was in the AHL. So yeah. is, is that a cursed number? Wait, what was his first number? 36. Yeah, maybe he goes back to 36 next year. Hirose's yeah. wearing 36. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yannick Hansen's old number. You know what I couldn't believe in talking about numbers in the in uh, Abbotsford? Is it Jet Wu wore 22? Yeah, he brought that up before. Yeah. What the hell? It, like, it's the Abbotsford Canucks. Who cares? I know, but like, it's the same franchise. Like, doesn't this seem weird? It's not the It's No, it's two different franchises. Yeah, right. It's literally two different franchises. Jet, Jet Wu's a, a no, more known player, though, than Daniel Sedin. <laughs> exactly. Who's that guy? Yeah. It would be really funny. You don't really hear funny. them going, woo, to Daniel. No. <laughs> It, it, it would be very funny if they retired 22 in Abbotsford for Jet Wu. <laughs> <laughs> has, do you think there's a team in the AHL that's retired at number? 100% there has to it be. It wouldn't show. You know what? Yeah, because when you think, like, the Toronto Marlies go way back. Like, yeah. I think they had, like, I think Gordy Howe's kids played for the Marlies or something. I don't know. I don't. I also don't <laughs> okay. know if they were good enough in back then to get yeah. their numbers retired. But I just... I feel like there has to be an <laughs> yeah, AHL team. Because they were the kids of a Hall of Famer, let's retire their numbers. I don't, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder, wonder if, if, okay, sorry, I know we're getting off track, but I, I just, I really want to go further off track. If, <laughs> if you resurrected a team, like the Winnipeg Jets, right? Before, oh, okay. like the old franchise that moved to Arizona, yeah. they never had a number retired. At least they didn't in... I thought Howard Chuck was retired there. Was he? Maybe. Eh, I don't know. I haven't looked it See, up. See, this is what I mean. Yeah. I couldn't... If they retired a number and then they moved their organization to Arizona, first of all, does that number stay retired because it's the same organization? Mm. And second of all, then if a new organization comes back to that city, like what happened with Winnipeg, do they keep the old retired number or do they bring numbers that they retired in Atlanta? Had Atlanta ever had a player good enough to have their number <laughs> retired? Like, yeah. Wait, what if, what if your team wins a Stanley cup and then your city loses a team for a hundred years and then a team comes back? Do they raise a banner? You do if you're Seattle. Seattle <laughs> did that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Opening night, they raised the banner. And you guys clown on me for banners in Nashville. Yeah, no, that is that is a pretty bad banner. <laughs> oh, that's legit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the, the Canucks should raise a millionaire's banner. I agree. Honestly, I'm surprised they haven't. I think it was 19. If they were Nashville, they would have. <laughs> oh, not. for sure. They wish they could be Nashville. <laughs> Future's uh, brighter. It, yeah, I'll give you that. They got no development over there. I'm not worried. Spe speaking of development, we this all started somehow with right. Nils, Nils Hoglander. Yeah, you you've been awfully quiet about him. What do you think? I've been quiet about Nils Hoglander. Yeah, you haven't. I'm very excited about him, and you you don't seem as excited as me, and I want to know why. Well, I just think his ceiling isn't really that high. To me, he's like a decent third liner. I think he caps out at a second liner. I think he is a young Connor Garland. That is what I think. I see a lot of similarities oh in their game. And for the last couple of weeks, you've been like trying to figure out ways we can get rid of Connor Garland. Yeah, you know why? So we can keep Besser. No, because we have a replacement in our system already. His name is Nils Hoaglander. So what, your plan is just to continue this revolving door of third-line right-wingers of Nils Hoaglander? Jake, you don't fucking retire a third-line right-winger. You, you cycle through them. 
Yeah, yeah. We we don't have a franchise third line right winger. We have yeah. Connor Garland who makes too much money and and yeah. need, we need cap space. Yeah. And then we also have Nils Hoaglander who I believe is ready to take Garland's spot and only costs a million dollars. Well, I mean, we'll see this season. I think a lot's going to happen at training camp. I think there's going to be a lot of players get cut. I'd be interested to see that if yeah. like, cause there is actually some very real competition this year for the first time in a while. Yeah. Like there is a, there's not a set lineup. No, for sure. You know, that third and fourth line, there's question marks there. Yeah. Even that bottom pairing on D there's question marks there. Mm-hmm. I don't know who goes there. I want to know. You know, it's not going to be. Who's that? Former Canuck Jared McCann. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent segue. That's, that's, that's a good point. The odds of him slotting in on our third pairing is pretty low. Not impossible. <laughs> no, we've made crazier decisions. Yeah. No, I think but, we used Troy Stetcher as a forward once. <laughs> Fair enough. But no, I uh, we, we were talking a little bit about Hoglander and going to the AHL and stuff, and it just reminded me of a uh, interview I saw between. Uh, well, about Jared Jared McCann. Okay, I, I've seen some of this, but like, what? What's yeah? It was the like gist? a podcast interview, right? Yeah, and he actually was saying that he wishes he was sent down to the AHL, so that oh, he, he says so that, that he now. could develop exactly. Yeah, in hindsight, he's like, oh yeah, I should have been in the AHL. Meanwhile, when he's making a million bucks a year, he wasn't talking about getting sent down. Yeah, hundred percent. But he was saying that he was afraid. Obviously, like who wouldn't be afraid? You're a boy playing against men. Yeah, but, he did make uh, his debut for the Canucks when he was nineteen. Yeah. yeah. It was like right out of the draft pretty much. Yeah. Which like what were they thinking? Like that what was it 2015 he made his debut? Yeah, it was I think him and Vertanen came in together. Yeah. I think you know what? It was when Willie Desjardins was here cuz I remember the video where he told both of them that they'd made the team. Yeah. And it was like a really big deal. Yeah, he ruined their development. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I wouldn't argue it was all Willie Desjardins, but, like, yeah, the fact that... The decision that brought them to the team, yeah. Yeah, that they were, like, you are now part of the team, you are also faces of the franchise, and you cannot be sent down. That was that was tough, even though they actually did end up sending Vertanen down. But, yeah, I seem to remember, though, there were also, like, there were a lot of rumblings that he had attitude issues, too. Yeah, so here, here's a couple of quotes that that I got from that interview. Every guy on the Canucks is the nicest guy. Oh my God. Except that little 19 year old. What's oh, his name? I remember this quote from a long time ago. This was, this is like Matt Barkowski's mom or something. Yes, it was. Yeah. I remember that Matt Bars. It, it was the, <laughs> it was Beth Barkowski, <laughs> Beth Barkowski. So do you, I don't do teams still do this like the father's trip and the mother's trip oh, 100%, and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember. I definitely the Canucks used to do that, but now I don't remember if they have since COVID. Yeah, they, they still have. That was from the mother's trip from like yeah whatever that was like twenty fifteen or sixteen or whatever. That like she was around the team and was saying yeah like she didn't like him like, but there were a few people though that said stuff like that about him after he left that they were not fans of his. Yeah, and then here's another thing he said. I could have used a year in the AHL. I think they did give up on me early. I really do. Mentally, it affected me a lot. I was in a dark place. I wonder, you know, we we often talk about bad contracts that the Canucks took on, and obviously we traded him for uh, Eric Goodbranson. Great deal. I wonder, I really wonder how much different, 
ultimately the Canucks trajectory would have worked out if good Branson had panned out, you know, if he was like a solid top four defenseman that like made reasonable money and like played up to his contract. I really wonder how much that would have changed things. Cause had he done all that, we probably would have resigned him too. You know? I mean, we still wouldn't have Jared McCann, but like at yeah. least we could have said, Hey, at least we got Eric Goodbranson out of the deal and not been joking. So yeah. it does seem like a pretty <laughs> steep cost to pay. But if you think about it, they still have Tanner Pearson. Right, who we got for Eric Goodbranson. And if we just let Tanner Pearson go to free agency <laughs> instead of resigning him that time, I would have said, Hey, that cool. We turned Jared McCann into nothing within four years, but like, at least we don't have Tanner Pearson. See, that's part of the reason why they signed him is to be like, well, at least we didn't get nothing for Jared McCann. <laughs> I kind of wonder if it could be. Mm-hmm. What did I, speaking of that, I just saw something about the Montreal Canadiens that they now officially have nothing left from the PK Subban deal. Yeah. So they traded Subban for Weber. They traded Weber for Dadnov and then they traded Dadnov for Gurianov and now Gurianov is walked. And uh, signed in Nashville, I think. No. <laughs> and it comes full circle. No, 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 no. Where did he sign? Where did Gurianov sign? The KHL. Was it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, I thought he signed Dennis Gurianov. Yeah, he signed in Nashville. Oh. Yeah. What yeah. a bum. So, yeah, it came full circle. Okay, as a Preds fan, I got, I got to ask oh, you honestly. Don't ask me my opinion on Dennis Gurianov because no, I, I don't have dude, one. <laughs> I, I've never heard that name before in my life. Okay. What I was going to ask you is. He played for Montreal. Oh, thanks, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Gotcha. The brain on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Who won that trade? Oh, Subban Weber I'm trade. so biased. Because like, both teams yeah. made it to the finals with yeah. their respective trade piece. Yeah. And then had about four to five years of complete misery attached to it. So Whoa. <laughs> Montreal may have had more misery, but that you could also argue that that Who misery did? led to like Cole Caulfield and the Suzuki deal with Pacioretty and uh, even getting uh, Slavkovsky the other year. The direction you're going with this is just nowhere near where I Who did go. Dadanov get traded for? Or like two? What oh, what team? I don't remember. Florida? I don't know. I no, think... he signed in Florida. And then what... Who did, Dad... Didn't he Anaheim? end up in Ottawa? Yeah. I have I no think it was idea. Anaheim. I don't know. I thought yeah, he ended up in Ottawa. Okay. Anyway, but who, who do you think won that trade though? Because I would argue both teams won. Like, yeah. neither team, like, bottomed out, but... Yeah. I mean, like... Hmm. At the time when the trade was made, I was really conflicted because I loved Weber, right? He was my favorite player growing up, and watching him leave sucked. But then, obviously, that year, they made it to the cup final. And so I think my initial reaction was that the Preds won the, won the yeah. trade. Well, I think they, everyone else everyone thought that because they got the younger guy. He was more offensively capable. It like yeah, yeah it totally right. seemed that way. And then um, years later, uh, obviously the the Canadians then took Weber to the finals, which is great. So like you mentioned, both of these results kind of cancel each other out. So it's really yeah. hard to, to figure out. So that's why, unfortunately, the metric that I'm going to use to decide who won the trade isn't one that I would typically use, but it is what it is. The Preds won this trade, but not because of what they got from Subban, but what they got for Subban, right? The Preds traded... What did they get for Subban? I forget. They got two prospects and two second round picks. Do you have any um, yeah, let me, recollection let me, of what those turned into? Yeah, I can I can always pull them up. You're gonna guess talk about something else and then I'll yeah. come back to it. But <laughs> okay. but like just initially that like that trade when they moved on from Subban, it was right before he tailed off. 
right? Like they moved on from him when they were like, this guy's falling apart. Let's get rid of him. Yeah. So in my opinion, I think that the Preds won that trade, but only because they knew when to give up. They knew when to move on from, from Subban. Whereas yeah. like Weber, when he went to, to Montreal, like they rode him all the way until the point where he couldn't play hockey anymore. So yeah. He'd, see, his literal last NHL game was in the Stanley yeah. Cup finals. I think, I think Montreal won the trade for a completely different reason. Okay. Because yes, Nashville got a few extra pieces when they ch- shipped off Subban. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Montreal's new captain, Nick Suzuki, got the experience of we- having Weber in the locker room. Yeah. Like that young team. Yeah, got to, the, the got mentorship. To, got to grow up having Weber around. Yeah. So I, I think that's a win in its own because they they knew that they were going to start rebuilding. Like they knew they weren't going to be a great team. Yeah. They're a very young team. And now they have, well, now they had Shea Weber there to start to mentor some of those younger players. You also have those guys that should be like, well, they are, they're on a rebuilding team. They're not very good, Yeah, but they still also have the experience of going to the Stanley cup finals. That is a very rare thing to come across. So, I mean, I can see it definitely going either way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I got to say, I think that's, it's one of very few trades out there where you're like, wow, both teams kind of came out looking the same. They both dealt a really big piece. It was very controversial. They both went to the finals. Neither of them won. And they are both currently rebuilding. So, And both it, retired. Yeah. And it's, it's very, I, I know that he answered Preds, you answered Canadians, and I feel boring not being the tiebreaker. But, like, I'm very in the middle on this, like, I, I would say neither team lost. It was a, it was a tie. They tied. All right. Do you think both teams would have gone to the finals if they didn't make the trade? I could have seen. Yeah, that's a I, tough question. I, I could have seen maybe Nashville going to the finals, but I could not have seen Montreal. Yeah, Subban was already pretty much done by the time that that. It, it's funny yeah. that Subban's career ended first. Actually, that's weird. Yeah, like no one would have predicted that, but. But honestly, I potentially could have seen Nashville even winning if they would have kept Weber. Oh, don't don't hurt Jake like that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what, what a dick move. Yeah, thanks. I think they were just one trade away. Yeah, one Whoa. trade away from their first line center being Colton Sissons in the finals. So <laughs> they were just yeah. one trade sure. away. One yeah. not trade away. Yeah, from Vernon Fiddler being their second line center. Like, come on, man. No, they weren't winning those finals. They were just too battered. Anyways, so I went back and I looked at all the pieces from the Subban trade yeah. to, to the Devils. Not a single one of those pieces play in Nashville. Okay. Two of them were traded away. Uh, Steven Santini, who played a lot in St. Louis, but now he's in LA. Never heard of him. Yeah, he's okay. a bum. He's a bum. Um, and then uh, Jeremy Davies, uh, he was moved to, oh my God, I forgot already, Buffalo. He played there a little bit, whatever. And then Bobby Brink and Marat Kushnadinov were drafted by um, Philadelphia and Minnesota, and they ended up there in various trades. One, I'm assuming, probably like the Philippe Myers trade or something. I don't know. Bobby Brink. So they, they used those to get other trades done. So Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. They got some I don't know what the money. trades were for, but mm-hmm. I guess all I'm saying is like at least they got something for Subban, right? The yeah, yeah. Canadians no. got nothing for Weber, and they both ended up in the same place. Fair enough. So that's just how I justify it. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Also, and another weird thing that the Preds got out of Subban was <laughs> they really got themselves like a character. Like they were able to market Subban. Yeah, yeah. that's right? true. People came to watch PK Subban, which isn't something that they've had 
ever really. I mean, I guess when they had uh, Paul Korea and and Peter Forsberg, but other than that, like they never really have had those. They big weren't names. exactly in their primes with Nashville. No, they either. were right at the end of their yeah. career. Most people do not know that Paul Korea was a pred. Yeah. No, go back and look at their the the roster they had right after the lockout. It is an all star team, but you an would all, never know. It would have been an all star team five years before that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like it's crazy. Some of the players they had on that team. They have Okun in net, which I think is kind of neat. But anyway. Well, that's yeah. enough. A trip <laughs> that's down enough memory Preds lane. Talk for Canucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I All brought right. it up, though, that time. You did. That was my fault. Did. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> All right. Let, let's uh, reel it back into the Canucks here. Mm. And uh, I'm going to read you guys a statement from Ian Cole. Ooh. Okay. I Ian know Cole. about this. What is he He's already making statements. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's hot in this room. I'm this, fine. This new studios. I'm fine. It's toasty. All right. It's nice. You just it's need shorter warm. shorts, Jake. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no no your shorts are a perfectly reasonable length that's okay people aren't gonna know why that's funny it's because my shorts are twice the length of both of their shorts yeah i rock a it's i rock a the, five inch the seam, angle right? you're sitting at that's all what are you uh, talking about my shorts go down to my knees yeah can, mine, mine do when i'm standing up mine don't right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right back to ian cole yeah great when I signed with the Vancouver Canucks, I was asked what number I wanted. I responded that I would love to wear number 28. That's the number I've worn on my jersey since I was 12 years old and basically my whole professional career. When the selection was made public, I found out the significance of that number. Well, did well, I did not know Luke, nor did I know nor did I know he wore 28 with the Canucks. I certainly remembered his heartbreaking story and tragic passing out of respect to him and to honor his memory. I have decided to change my Jersey number to 82. So do you think the Canucks should have like either said something to him or like, maybe should they just like make a thing of that number or, or do you think it's fair for somebody to come in and, and be like, that's the number I want. I want to hear your take first, actually, Jake, because I have It's going to be the same as yours. Like, the fact that the Canucks didn't say something to him is just ridiculous. Like, how did they make it public that this guy was going to use Luke Bordon's number when nobody has for the last 15 years? Yeah. Like, what an absolute failure on their part. Ian Cole probably feels terrible about this. He shouldn't because it's not his fault. No, no, not at all. But, like, what are they thinking? Like, there's a reason no one's worn that number. And there's a reason why it hasn't been hung up. Yeah. There's a reason why it's and it, because, like you it's, said, it's it's a it's an outside of hockey thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it, it's not Cole's. Like Cole probably doesn't. Ian Cole, I mean, doesn't walk around with the knowledge that Luke Bourdon wore number twenty eight. Yeah, like I that's, don't. Yeah, exactly. Like right? I, I guess if you would have asked me, mm-hmm. I probably would have been able to figure it out. But I'm a very very big Canucks fan. Like mm-hmm. there's a select group of people that just know that. Yeah, right, I don't think Ian Cole's a diehard Canucks fan. No, and I wouldn't expect him to be. I mean, I hope he is now. But yeah. anyway, the yeah, I, pretty tough if he was a fan of one of the other teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're benched to this game. <laughs> yeah, but it's you're right. It, to me, it's on the organization. And there's actually this kind of reminded me of something else. And it's about a guy that I don't really like talking about on this podcast or ever, actually. But it's about Mark Messier. 
So a lot of people, Whoa. yeah, I Whoa. said the name. I the goat. Said, uh, I know. It's like the goat. <laughs> shut the f- <laughs> greatest Canuck of all time. Okay, we're not doing this. But when Mark oh, Messier G-coat. came to Vancouver, everyone knows he did a lot of controversial things that pretty much none of them worked out. But one of the first ones that, in my opinion, was one of the biggest was with his number. So everyone knows his whole career, he wore number 11. That's yeah. like... You were 11 in Vancouver. He did, you're right. That's the controversial part. Because 11 was actually honorarily retired, the same as 28 by Luke Bourdon, because of a player that the Canucks used to have named Wayne Mackey, who also tragically died young. Messier came in, and this was different because the organization actually did say, actually, no, you can't have that number it's already been uh, like unofficially or honorarily retired, however you want to phrase it. His response was, I don't see a flag up there. And he said, that's my number. I'm a big enough star that I get this number. And if you don't like it, I walk. What a G. Wait, did did he say that verbatim? I don't see a flag up there. Uh, it was no, sorry, I shouldn't. Oh, okay. No, it that is not a quote. Oh, okay, but his yeah, I was gonna say, his res- a fucking yeah, gangster, stupid. <laughs> his response was basically, yeah. "It's not official, therefore I have every right to it." Wow. So, and that's the thing is Ian Cole. I, I feel bad because I think a lot of people right at the beginning jumped on it. Were like, "Hey, who does this guy think he is wearing that number?" Yeah. So I I do actually have. A lot of people are just looking at this like, oh, he just did the normal thing. I think that's really big what he did there because you don't have to, especially when you don't know and the organization doesn't tell you, right? Yeah. He chose to do that and I respect that a lot. So I I think that's a very good way to start his career in Vancouver is by saying, hey, I see what you guys are about here. I respect you. I respect your history. I will do what I can to show my respect. It's crazy though that that's notable. Like to me that's just like common decency. It like, seems the guy like it, right? Tragically passed away. Yeah. You know, like Christ, man. Yeah, I'm trying to think of if there's any other numbers that the Canucks don't wear that aren't retired and I can't think of any right now. 16? Or is that No, that is No, retired. that is retired. Yeah, um 12 16 33 22 10 I think 19 that's 19 thank you Nasland yeah that that's it for retired jerseys and outside of that from what I know no one has worn 11 since Messier left so they put that back into honorary retirement for Messier yeah. <laughs> oh my no Is and really nobody's worn it since Messier not a one how confident are you in that look it up <laughs> that, I'm not going to. You know what's funny? People have worn number ten since Bure retired. Really? Yeah, because they didn't retire his number until like 2014. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry, I thought yeah. you meant like they've worn it since they retired his no, number. No, 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 <laughs> not since they put the flag up, but like since he retired from hockey and like for decades after he was gone from the organization. I think. Do you remember Derek Roy? Yeah. Yeah, he wore it. Yeah, I remember him. Um, I'm trying to remember other, but I know other players have worn ten for the Canucks. Yeah. Like in my lifetime. Which is weird because Bure retired when I was like two, so, yeah. or sorry, left the organization and then what was the, traded? Uh, yeah, went to Florida. Then a lot of people forget he played one year in New York 
as a Ranger to end his career. I don't forget that. Do you know why? Because you have a jersey that you bought, <laughs> and it's somewhere in the rack in front of yeah, us, but I can't see it. within the 150 jerseys on the rack. Forgot about that. And he wore, like, a weird number there, too. It was like, I, yeah. Do you know what number it was? Was it 96? No. You're kind of close, though. That was, Wait, the, like, the number he wore in have, Vancouver. Havel Beret's number in New York. No, I can't remember it. Jake's going up to look at the jersey rack now. I'm almost certain it was either 96 or 94. I know that he wore 96 as a Canuck for like one or two years. Um, but I don't remember. Uh, oh, what are we going to? Oh, it was number nine. Yeah. You know why? Because I'm I, 10 would have definitely maybe been either retired or being used. I think Brian Leach was number 10. I think so. So he couldn't have gone. I thought Leach was like eight. I didn't think he was ten. Oh, maybe he was eight. I don't know. This is. I don't know why we're talking <laughs> this about isn't New York. The New York City boys. Do you know no. there was three players in Canucks history to wear number eleven? Ooh, there were three, and both of the other players were after Wayne Mackey. Really? Yeah. Wait, really? What was the? Oh, well, but was it after he'd passed, or just after he'd stopped playing for the Canucks? I don't know. When did he pass? <laughs> I don't. Know. Come on, Marcus. You don't know. Uh, dude, I there was there was one player who um, wore it the season after he stopped playing for the Canucks. Okay, so he likely was was still around. Yeah. yeah okay. I I do not know the player's name though. Who was it? He's pulling it up. Number eleven. I wonder if I wonder if it'll even be a to player. Me, I've number eleven is not even really a tr- an attractive number to want to wear. Chris Odolfson. Oh, Chris. Uh, I, I thought you I could say, it, but I can't. know who he is. <laughs> Um, I've funny enough. I've actually met him before. I've shaken his hand. He's a good guy. Right, good guy. Well. He talked to my grandpa for a bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, my grandpa told him that it was actually it was really funny. I brought my grandpa to like a signing, and yeah. he happened to be there. Yeah. And my grandpa went up to him and said, "Hey, you know, I remember watching you uh, when I was like young, and I was in the uh, arenas and stuff." And he's like, "I remember I used to score a lot of goals." And I just remember Chris looked at my grandpa and went, "You know, you must have been watching our practices." <laughs> I just I remember just. I don't know. I thought that was pretty quick-witted. I yeah. thought that was funny. So, Chris, yeah. if you're out there. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. He was, he was wearing like, it the season that Wayne Mackey passed away. Um, oh. Okay. So, yeah. I don't know what happened with the whole thing, but. Yeah. So, yeah. I am I would be willing to bet he did not have that number the next season. Yeah. Probably but, not. Huh. Anyway, there, there you go. So, I guess what, what we were coming back around to, though, was Ian Cole did change his number. And I, I really do. I think that's an awesome thing for him to do. I, yeah. I really, as a fan and someone who remembers Luke Bourdon, I appreciate that so much. I um, I actually saw a mock-up of uh, the Canucks lineup, and it had Ian Cole as the first line right defenseman. No way. <laughs> yep. So uh, what? Good luck to Vancouver. They have Ian Cole playing with Quinn. <laughs> good Hughes. luck to Quinn Hughes. <laughs> Holy smokes. I guess they've already given up on the Hughes Hironic <laughs> experiment. This might, this might, yeah, this might be a little bit early to ask this, but where do you guys genuinely see the Canucks ending up in the standings next season? Oh, Christ. in the playoffs. I've I've stopped even guessing at this question. In the playoffs, there's team, there's years they shouldn't make it, they do. There's teams they have, there's years they have to make it and they don't. I I don't know. I I think last year you predicted they were going to win the Pacific, third in the division. That did not go well. Um, third in the division this year. It, I I hate saying this, but like yeah, my hope, no way like my high end top. Well, hope. I have Edmonton and Vegas finishing one two. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm praying for a wild card spot here, but like if they don't make it, what do they do? Yeah. I see most people going Vegas, Edmonton, L.A. 
Like as oh yeah, 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 I forgot about LA. Like most people are locking. I forgot them about in, LA. Right? Yeah, yeah, and then you have to worry about Seattle too. And now that we're talking about wild cards, you got to worry about the Central. So yeah. it's like those those spots. Yeah, they you watch out for quick. the Blues, man. They just picked up Kevin Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the we haven't the, talked about the blues the enough, blues man. are old as fuck <laughs> yeah, the, the blues roster go are they tanking are they tank? oh dude okay we're gonna are get they, we'll, we'll get they, into the blues after the break are they lacking for macklin dude, <laughs> dude we'll go we'll is go. that what they're gonna oh man i like that i just we'll, thought of that, that we'll, we'll good, get right? into the blues after the break because i want to talk about the age of that team yeah, yeah. You, you know what this is an, another thing i wanted to bring up the canucks are one of the top five youngest teams in the nhl How's that possible? How do they have this many problems? They haven't like they haven't got a team set. How are they? I know. They got they got Pod Colson who's a dad now. Yeah, what a yes. weird Pod Colson is a dad. You know what? That dad strength. Look out. You dad watch Colson. out for this guy. Not only yeah, Pod Dadson. <laughs> not not only does he have dad strength now, he shaved his head. Holy shit. And now shit. a lot dude, of people don't, don't realize fuck he's boy. Fucking, dude. He's KGB. Aerodynamics. This <laughs> You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> zoom zoom no dynamic yeah he's gonna go out there he's just faster than mcdavid now <laughs> not not only that connor pop that, goals and that's what petterson did before he had his like re-breakout i guess because he he had a pretty bad sophomore slump and yeah then the and whole then he went there. for that sedine cut and yeah and yeah. Cut. yeah people were calling him elias sedinerson Okay. And shit. I don't know. I, I saw that somewhere at one point. How's our boy Elias Defensorson doing, by the way? <laughs> Pretty good, actually. Yeah. Out of the development camp that the Canucks had this yeah. year, a lot of people were saying that he was like the notable standout. Really? They were like, this guy did He's way better. He's actually taller than everybody, so of course. Yeah. Standouts. <laughs> yeah. What, what about that Finnish defense? What about that Finnish defense? Oh, uh, uh, Yoni Yermo? Yeah, he Yoni looks nasty. <laughs> Dude, he looks okay. <laughs> Guy's a skater, bro. He can skate for ever yeah I'm have you have you ever not been high on a finished player before <laughs> like i swear to god every time a team has a finished player all oh, this guy's gonna be sick guys exactly yes he pull the army i was right about miko ratnan right guys nasty speaking of yes he pull he's a free agent you can actually pick him up Guy's got great I potential. He was a free agent, he's got a great actually. forehead yeah you know fantastic what fantastic forehead it, big joker it, smile is it safe to say that at this point in free agency, if you're not signed, you're probably getting less than $2 million? I don't think Tarasenko is going to get less than $2 million. Oh, no, yeah. Why isn't he signed? He just changed agencies. They, well, I guess yeah, yeah. I guess there are teams that are trying to move money around to like make space, but like... I've heard Ottawa is like hardcore getting... I heard, like I heard really? Vancouver. Yeah. He's not... You, know, you only no, heard Vancouver because I said J.P. Barry last yeah. week. J.P. Barry told me... Oh yeah, yeah. You had a little private conversation. Yeah, did he tell you if uh, PD's getting close to signing a contract? Yeah, yeah. Session? He uh, yeah. he said they're not even talking about it right now. <laughs> He's he just said, worried about Tarasenko. <laughs> <laughs> he said he said don't worry, Pedersen will get his money when the time's right. Yeah. He said right now it's Tarasenko time. We're working on shit, right? Okay. On that note, a seven when- seven years at seven million. By the way, oh my, for Tarasenko, um, only to Vancouver. Okay. When is it time to pull the ripcord on on Pedersen? Now. Wait, what do you mean? Pull the ripcord? Sorry, yeah. that's a new phrase for me. You're going to so have like, to. So, like, when is it an emergency? Like, you have to get this oh. deal done or you got to move him? When, what is that date? The trade deadline? So, you would go Wait, as far as the trade deadline. I'm we, thinking. We I'm have thinking. him signed for this season and next season. Do we not? No, no, no. no. Is it just, just this season? Just yeah. this season. 
Ooh. Yeah, but he, they, he's an they, RFA. They can sign um sign him starting like right now. He's, yeah, he's yeah. A, he's yeah. an RFA though. Oh, okay. Because he only signed a three year. Yes, that's right. They, right. That's the so max he could have been an RFA. He's right. restricted and he's gonna get ten point five. I you know what? If he takes under eleven, I'd be thrilled. I'll call that a deal. Like I this guy I want to has give him ten ev- by ten. He has every right. You can't do that. <laughs> you you legally can't do that. I'd do whatever the Holy fuck I want. <laughs> Sango's getting one too. <laughs> seven by seven for Sanko, right? I I could just see he's, he's not G- worth it, but he's getting it. I can see GM Twisted Tyler walking up to the NHL board of directors saying, "We've signed Elias Pettersson to a ten by ten. I'm going. You can't do that. And him going, "Wait until you see what we signed Tarasenko to." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we signed him to a two-year, thirty-five million dollar deal. <laughs> is just the offense. That's yeah. it. No, thirty-five years at two million dollars a year. Yeah, thirty-five. <laughs> Great. We signed him until he's a yeah, senior yeah. citizen, <laughs> well into his fifties. <laughs> hey, have you not seen uh, Vladimir Putin? He's still a good hockey player. Speaking of Putin. He got a he got a, a nice little letter in the mail. Oh, from, from former Canuck from Brendan Leipzig. <laughs> Did he actually? Yes. Yes. Sir. This is the weird. I forgot to send you this actually for Canucks news. <laughs> oh, good God! This is the weirdest storyline yeah. I may have seen this summer. Yeah, I'm not pretty sure. Pretty goofy, hey? Which is why <laughs> we're probably going to talk about it after the break. So, so don't bring it up in the first half. No, it's cool. We can talk about it. No, I got other it, stuff I can talk about. In Goof of the you week. got another goof? Yeah, we can talk about some other Okay, stuff. so this is like the prequel to Goof of the Week. Sure. Yes, former Canuck Brendan Leipzig is back in the news with, oh, of God. all people, what, what Vladimir na- Putin. What nightmare fuel. <laughs> like, Brendan Leipzig's <laughs> back in the news, and it involves Putin. <laughs> he's Holy he's become a whole new type of sniper. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Colson is... <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. No, um, so Brendan Leipzig has obviously turned to the KHL as he's been completely blackballed from the NHL. Oh, yeah. Um, for those of you who forgot, he uh, someone was able to hack into his Instagram account and leaked some DMs saying some unfortunate things about, at the time, his teammate Jake Vertanen, which... Looking back, actually may have held up. That may he may we he may not have All been right, wrong. Let's about not go that down one. that road. But Marcus. anyway, where he was definitely in the wrong was when he was sending some messages about Tanner Pearson's wife. This is where things got a little like off the rails. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe he was with Washington at the time that this stuff got leaked. Yeah, they agreed to a mutual contract termination. He was off the books, out of the league, just. Put off to Russia, off to Russia, where he's thriving, where he well, where he's playing in in the K. Um, now here's here's where things get interesting. He now wants full Russian citizenship, which would make him eligible to play for Russia's national team. They don't have one. Th- that's that's the interesting part is that their national team is blackballed from. Everything Every hockey else. tournament yeah. ever. So, I guess he could play Belarus. So it makes sense for Leipzig to go there. 
blackballed from the NHL. He's blackballed from the world. Yeah. Yep. But now, he, but again, the interesting part is he's, I guess, filed for his um, citizenship and it's taking too long, I guess. So he reached out directly to Vladimir Putin. And no, I don't mean he emailed like someone in Vladimir Putin's <laughs> office. He reached out to Vladimir Putin and said, can we speed this up, please? <laughs> like, I know you don't have much going on. <laughs> yeah. How did he get that information? That's what I want to know. I think Pod Colson. Oh, oh. <laughs> Alex, he was in Washington, Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. yeah oh, that's true. There's and a Washington connection. I'm pretty sure Ovechkin's Instagram profile picture for a while was uh, him with Putin. It yeah. was. Yeah. So you, you as, think as maybe hard as it is to admit, Pavel Bure still is him with Putin. Really? So yeah, maybe it's, it's maybe yeah. he broke into Ovechkin's house, stole Putin's number and then broke out and then had some things to say about Ovechkin's wife on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> If there's one thing about Brandon Leipzig, it is that he chirped your wife. Yeah. That's that's for sure. Doesn't matter who you are. If he's seen you, he's chirped your wife. Exactly. Yeah, yeah Ovechkin's uh, profile picture is still him with Putin. Can't is, chirp eh? my wife if I don't have one. Wow. wow. I did not realize that that's still what it was. Yeah, like, Bure's is a little bit more, I get it. He's got, like, 400 followers. He's an old man. Like, I whatever. Ovechkin is... Like, currently one of the faces of the NHL. I am <laughs> shocked. But, I mean, what? Sorry, just Ovechkin's Instagram account is really funny. Like, his bio is all in Russian. So, if you translate it, it's literally his email, alexander.m.ovechkin at gmail.com. <laughs> this dude has a fucking <laughs> Gmail account in his bio. It's just for business. Are you on a fan page? Dude, it is the official Alexander. Oh, you're right, Ovechkin. too. Yeah, and then it says uh, Ambassador of BC Fonbet, whatever the hell that is. And, like, he's just got the fucking goofiest <laughs> Instagram, man. Weird. Huh. Anyways. The more you know. Yeah. Um, We should probably get an inbox, eh? Yeah. I think so. That about does it for Canucks News. Time to take a swim on back over from Russia through the Pacific Ocean mm. and land. In the inbox. What do we got this week, boys? Oh, we got some good stuff. Good shit? Good, good shit. All right. Let's do it. <clears throat> All right. Well, since we just talked about these two players, why don't we talk about them a little more? Who is going to have a better breakout season next season? Niels Hoglander or Vasily Podkolzin? Oh, I Russia versus Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> Who do we got? Who are we taking? I really hope it's Pod Colson because I think Pod Colson's ceiling is much higher than uh, Ho Hoaglander? Hoaglanders. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so if Pod Colson breaks out, he could be a what? <laughs> Jake. <laughs> he could. He be, could be lethal. <laughs> It could be a very strong part of this team moving forward. Absolute lethal <laughs> weapon. Deadly. <laughs> a silly pod cold and atomic bomb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I, I would agree that I kind of hope it's pod Colson because ultimately pod Colson just has more to prove. He was a 10th overall pick. Hoaglander was a second rounder. You know, we not to throw any shade at Hoaglander, but the expectations for pod Colson are just higher. Like, you want more out of him. However, 
I actually think that Hoaglander might be the best set up. Because again, if Connor Garland is traded by the end of the offseason, and remember, they have to get rid of someone because they're over the cap as of right now yeah. with Tanner Pearson on the books anyway. Connor Garland makes sense to move out. That means there's actually a spot sitting there for Hoaglander. Yeah, on the third line. I don't think you play pod goals on, on the third line. I no. think he fits so nicely with JT Miller. Yeah. Yeah, and Miller, I people overlook this. Miller loves Pod Coles. Yeah, every Pods, interview I've Miller, ever seen. Anthony Beauvillier, little is, sniper. That's sniper. actually a solid second line. Well, is it? Oh, mm-hmm. I well, if Pod Colson breaks out, then yes. But yeah, mm-hmm. Miller's very good. He's a very, very good player. I In think the offensive zone. I think defensively, no. that line gets scored on. No, a no, lot. no. Pod Colson's defensive weapon. Yeah, but he's not making up for Miller. Yeah. Don't worry, Miller's gonna figure his shit out. Stop calling him a weapon. <laughs> Miller's coming out this year, and he's gonna win the Selkie. Yeah, right. He did get one vote this year. I think that yeah. What the hell? I, was I don't know who. <laughs> it was someone me. voted for him. It was me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that guy was in this room. No, I think <laughs> honestly, like I think that Pod Colson could have a killer year. Yeah, and if he does, the NHL card. is not ready for that. No. North America is not ready. <laughs> <laughs> Neither are a few parts of Europe. Anyway. 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 <laughs> en- enough of that. Anything else in the inbox? Oh, we got some just... goodies. You're going to love this question, Marcus. Oh, <clears throat> here we go. Well, that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what? Who is the most toxic captain in Vancouver Canucks history? Oh. Mark Messier? Yep. Or Bo Horvath. Bo Horvath. <laughs> Which one of you submitted that into our own inbox? <laughs> I'll give the, you one guess as to who it was, and it wasn't any member of the show. Oh, it was the memes guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Honorary okay. part of the show. Yeah. Okay. It's a great question. No, it's and, a and stupid a, ass a question. Very Did you easy. hear the story we talked about like 10 minutes ago? And there's a very easy answer to this question. Which team had more expectation? The 1999 Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> or hey, the 2022 Vancouver Canucks. That 1999 team yeah? did something very important for the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, led by Mark Messier. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not they led. sucked well enough to get the city. That's exactly correct. Mark yeah. Messier got us the city. Yeah, exactly. Ergo, without, more toxic without Mark ever. Messier, we do not get the city. You know what Bo Horvat got us? Jake Vertanen. Actually, Wait, no, Tom Wheelander. <laughs> Who's going to turn out great? He could be no, the next Sedins. Actually, Bo Horvat got us Ole Ulevi. Yeah. Some captain he is. Yeah. He also got us Elias Pettersson and Quinn Hughes. No, he didn't do that. He also he, got he us did. Elias Defenserson. Uh, that was yeah, all. he got us two Elias Pettersons. <laughs> that was, you know what the odds of that are? Yeah. That was all our drafting. Right? Yeah, that see, Messier it. got us two Sedins. But Horvath got us <laughs> two Elias Pettersons. <laughs> I, you remember that meme, the like, um, the Pawn Star guy? Oh, best I can do is this. Yeah, that's kind of what it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Vancouver fans like we want another Sedin. So best we can do is two unrelated <laughs> Elias Pettersons. <laughs> oh, also, one of them plays defense. Yeah, <laughs> but hey, look again. Looked great in development camp. Yes, so he did. We got Elias that going Defensor for us. Looking up. Man, I am I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for this team. I'm I'm excited to see how they figure out the name bars on the Elias Pettersson jerseys cuz they're going <laughs> to yeah. they're going to have to come up with a new format <laughs> the for that. Middle name in? Elias like, Defenserson. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At this point, do we just go with nicknames? Does one end up as PD and the other one is PD? <laughs> <laughs> Taller PD uh, and PD. Yeah, PD one and PD. We could just put their height on the back of the jerseys. That's it. Or you could go Elias Pedersen large and Elias Pedersen small. <laughs> yeah. Or like XL and XS. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> all right. Yeah. We got, <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. We. I think we ran out of time here. I talked about a lot of things for yeah, too long. Talk about Mark Messier. You know what? Let's just move on to the second half. My. You know what? My mom, who does listen to this podcast, is somewhere just like. Actually, no. She might have shut it off because she cannot stand him. Like maybe more than me I is just like, just despises that guy. I think you talk about your mom listening to this podcast like every week. <laughs> I mean, we have Thank, one listener. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we gotta, yeah, we have mom. to, we gotta <laughs> to give her a appeal, shout out. We have to appeal to the listener. Yeah, of course, to all of our listener. <laughs> anyway. Right. I love it. I love we'll, it. we'll see yeah. you on the other side of the break. Yep. Yeah, we'll see you on the other side. Right <laughs> after trivia. Whoever our listener is. When you adjust your mic, try not to grab it here. Where would you rather grab it? This part. Grab it by the base. Yeah. By yeah. The balls. Yeah, like literally, yeah. Like see like if you grab it from the bottom, you can move it up and down and do whatever. When you I don't grab it from the front. Oh you fucking No, I don't. Right. I grab it I grab it usually from like right around here. It's always like very loud when you when you adjust it. And I, I it looked like you were fucking fisting it. You were absolutely just... It's not true. All right, can I say my trivia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, what's your trivia? What number did Chris Ottelson switch to after he was wearing number 11? Oh. I have a weirdly specific number in my head, and I don't know if this is right. Was it 29? I'm going to go with 69. It was definitely not that. You guys got to wait till the end of the show to find out. I just, I, I remember, I remember my grandpa had a hockey card with him on it, and I don't know why that number is in my head. It could be for completely bullshit reasons that aren't real, but I remember twenty nine. Find out after the break. You're listening to the Vancouver Boys podcast. That's her name. Don't wear it out, man. We got to sign this guy to a six by six. Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Soros is the best goalie in the NHL. Welcome back from break, everybody. What did you do? Oh, Marcus just got a text from Alex. I texted Alex, and I Uh, asked him if he has any thoughts. Yeah. Yes, he does. He's got some thoughts. But you, as as you would expect, will hear them at the end of the episode. I was just just laughing because I saw what it was, and it's... It's very Alex. So stick around. Oh, stick around for thoughts and trivia at the end of the episode. Tyler, sorry, buddy. No, you are A-OK. All right, we're going to jump over to Jake's segment here. And why is that so funny? This week's Goof of the Week. What a goof! That's right. Welcome to the biggest goof of the week. This is my part of the show, my segment where I go to find a story that involves a player, coach, team, organization, whatever, what have you. Bring up that story with the guys in this. And we have a chat about it. And this week, almost went out of order there. You, you did. You did. stumbled. Good yeah, thing I didn't time that one. Yeah, I didn't time it either. You guys never time it. I did. Well, Alex is here to time it, right? Yeah, and he's yeah, not here. Yeah. It's his responsibility. <laughs> yeah, fucking guy. Okay. Well, anyway, this week, the biggest goof of the week. <laughs> 
is the kid that got pegged in the face by Vladimir <laughs> Guerrero Jr. at the All-Star game. Oh, I saw a clip of that. Damn. <laughs> he got he got clocked, He man. got absolutely drilled. So for whatever reason, in the MLB at the All-Star game, they have a home run derby. Well, they have a home run derby. That's not the weird part. It's actually great. Home run yeah. derby, super fun. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. actually won it, and he set a record for home runs. So it was really cool. That's awesome. Congrats to him. Plays for the Toronto Blue Jays. Canadian team, great. The funny part here is that, for whatever reason, the MLB lets kids, like literal children, run around the outfield and try to catch the fly balls. So the, the balls that don't go for home runs. That sounds... I, I mean, okay. Right? It makes okay. sense. It's, it's, it's cool. They catch a ball. They get a ball. Whatever. Great, right? Except when <laughs> the hardest hitting guy in the league hits a liner to left, and instead of catching the ball, it goes off the face of one of the kids. Yeah, that... It's something where, like, in my head, I was like, neat. Because when you say the word fly ball, I just think, oh, yeah. It's a pop fly. It's a, yeah, exactly. Sure, whatever. No, Kids this was could a figure line drive. And in the video clip I saw, did they have helmets on? Because I no, don't remember they, seeing no, helmets. No. That's the weird part. That would be like in the NHL's hardest shot competition. They There's just, no glass. Yeah, they just took the glass out of the pack. <laughs> They're like, good luck. <laughs> you Catch get, it. <laughs> you get the ones that miss. Shea Weber comes out of retirement to kill yeah. some kid. It's a hole through the net again. <laughs> yeah, puts a hole through the back of someone's skull. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. That's the thing. You put helmets on. Yeah. Fine. Now they're just a baseball team, you know? Well, sure. I guess they don't the really face. know. Like, yeah, that, helmet isn't going to help. But at least if you, you have a helmet and it hits you in the face, at least the MLB can go, eh, we tried. <laughs> you know, we protected most of his head. <laughs> it's not our fault your kid's a moron and just watch the ball <laughs> like, come right between his eyes. Yeah, he tried like, to catch it with his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> He's going through a dog face. Yeah. But dude, like that clip, I'm sure most of you have seen it. Like, the ball ricochets off his face and goes like 15 feet yeah, off his It side. wasn't light. His sunglasses and hat pop off. Like it was a yard sale. <laughs> which, which doesn't really happen in baseball too much. No. There's not a, lot of, not a lot of opportunities for yard sales in baseball. <laughs> well, there certainly was one at the All-Star game. You know what? Um, I got like a, a secondary goof to that. Everyone's talking about how great the home run derby is. Have you seen in one of the Japanese leagues, they have a bunt derby? A bunt derby? Yeah. Where they like, they have like targets in the infield. Okay. And they have to bunt the ball and try to roll the ball onto those targets. Oh, that's kind of neat. It like, in your, when I'm describing this, it sounds stupid, but watching it's hilarious because it's like darts where it's like the least entertaining oh, thing you can yeah. imagine. But there's a crowd of like 18,000 people losing <laughs> yeah. their minds. That's what this is. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those things. It's just cool. funny. But I, I, love, I would love to see them adopt that as at least like yeah. a joke. Uh, 180. Yeah. Except it's in Japanese, so it's like a hundred times more hype. <laughs> uh, you know yeah, what? I, know what you did. I can see you winding up for the most racist thing you've ever said on this podcast. No, it wasn't going to be racist. It wasn't even going to be a real language. Yeah, so. okay, sure. <laughs> I heard that. What do you mean? I heard that, and the mic picked that up. Anyway, so that's the biggest goof of the week, but there was a runner-up this week. Man, including mine, there's three goofs. Yeah, there were three goofs this week. Are you? <laughs> Fourth goof, you not finding the button. No, nah, I found the button. Kay. Okay. What What does this sound remind you of? Honestly, 
I've been conditioned to think of Evander Kane and P.K. Subban. That's because there's Evander Kane news. No yes, way! Sir. Evander Kane decided to go out this week and play in an adult league in Edmonton. He was playing for my friend's team. No, no way! No, 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 no. Wait, hang on. I'm already... I under, don't even know okay, who to... Last, last part of the story, under the name Fa-A-Fo. He went out and played hockey in a beer league. Wait, like, is one of those spelt like F-A-U-X? No. Oh, okay. F A A F O. Okay. I don't I don't know if there is a significance to that name, but I was gonna say it would be funny if one or more of them was F A U X because yeah. that means like fake. So Oh yeah, that's that's fake in French, isn't it? I can speak French. It's a big <laughs> French guy. I am the most French speaking <laughs> guy in this yes. room. Marcus Keller. Why does that never get old? No, it does. Anyway. Okay, yeah, so let's wait. Let's, hang yeah, on. We gotta Tyler, dive into this here. Y- your buddy was you, just playing with Afa Afa or whatever he named himself. <laughs> so my buddy posted on his Snapchat story uh, a video of him in the dressing room after the, the fucking game with the Vander Kane, and I was like, oh, that's not going to be good. <laughs> He's like, yo, I'm playing a beer league hockey with Vander Kane. And I was like, great. So that's probably the video that's up online that Everyone saw him playing hockey. Oh, okay. So my buddy's probably the one that exposed him. Uh, so wh- why? <laughs> you know? Because he's Evander Kane. Hey, it's honestly if I was if I was playing in the NHL and Boozers had a, a summertime game, I would light love it up to, in Div Eight. I, I would love to come play. Like I wouldn't go out there and try my best, but I would love to come out and just like hang out with the guys and have fun. But see, like you are risking so much, though. But yeah, exactly. Like some fucking bonehead who thinks he's gonna show up Evander Kane and make the show, like, and then he gets, <laughs> dusted. Yeah. and he gets absolutely dusted by Evander yeah. Kane. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're risking as much as you think. Yeah. Those guys is they're. I, this is funny because we're talking about Evander Kane, but their brains work so much faster. Like when they're playing hockey, remember? Oh, okay. we, we were talking. Yeah, I know. That's why I said it's funny because it's Evander Kane. <laughs> no, it's funny because like, it's you telling me this. <laughs> okay, sh- okay, professional athletes in almost any sport yeah. all, like or any of the major sports. Yeah. They're just wired differently. I right? my brain so fast. We sure, <laughs> but like we 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 always joke. Can 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 I talk about Andre for a second here? Yeah. Andre, Andre, so Andre Kuzmenko. No, <laughs> oh, so I guess I should specify different. My, my what is Andre. Andre's last name? I don't know. If I should. Uh, say yeah, that. let's let's yeah. keep we'll, his we'll last name. Andre's Andre. Okay, we'll so Andre's Andre, Andre, our Czech friend. Andre is a Czech friend of Tyler's, and by extension, ours. Yes. <laughs> um, he played professional hockey in Czechia. Which is very cool until you're playing hockey with him when it becomes very not cool because he is a human cheat code. Again, this guy is, let's say, 10 to 15 leagues below the NHL. Like, it's not like he was like a high, like, top prospect or anything. He played pro in Czechia. Jake, you were talking about how unbelievably difficult it was to do anything remotely near him on the ice. Yeah, I mean, it was just like his reaction time was stupid. Yeah. Like, it was it was ridiculous. Like, I remember he was going to accept a pass, and the split second before the puck got to him, I lifted his stick. So the puck was going to go past him, and then in an instant, he kicked his foot out to get the puck and kick it back up to his stick. Shit like that, that reaction time and that. Right. And again, that, and listening, listening to you explain that, too, like, I don't think people realize how quick this is happening. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not like... like he was fired a pass, and he had his stick lifted, 
realized that the puck was going to go past him and then kicked his foot out to grab the puck and then tap it up to his stick. Yeah. This, the reason I bring Andre in this, these situations up is because this is what we're talking about is a professional playing beer league. This was Andre playing against us. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Vander Kane, like an actual <laughs> NHL, like a high-end NHL yeah. player, they're not risking anything, man. There is nothing that you are doing on the ice that they are not aware of a second before you even try it, you know? No one's going to have him lined up. No one's going to be able to take him out. There's just no oh, way. Line him up from the bench. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm dropping the gloves the second that bucket the ice. He's not expecting to get slashed in the face from the bench. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just stick comes off the bench like a javelin. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I guess if you're actually plotting to kill him, I guess that maybe maybe he's risking something. Tyler's just frothing at the mouth on the bench. Uh, the amount of times he's called out Robin Leonard, I'm not surprised. Yeah, where is that pussy? He's thought of so many ways. Yeah, Robin Leonard, you think he's all aware until the Zamboni doors open behind him. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, the Undertaker, comes out. Driving the Zamboni. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I better watch out. I hear Robin Leonard's got some snakes. That's right. Never know. Yeah. Wouldn't want to mess with that. I, I Actually, think, I, think I think he lost the snakes. He lost the snakes. He's exposed. That was a weirdly small storyline. I feel like too many people just accepted and moved on from the fact yeah. that he oh, owned he, an exotic animal farm yeah. that the bank seized. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, he lost his fortune in snakes. <laughs> 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 can you imagine the guy who convinced him to invest in snakes like nah, he calls his friend he's like look you won't believe how much feel, money i got robin leonard i feel like he i feel like that was robin leonard's idea <laughs> yeah, yeah no one talked him into that he had a dream one yeah. night he's yeah. like, i'm going to well, invest come. in snakes <laughs> oh Class. Okay, does that about do it for the goofs this week? Uh, yeah, I think that's it for the goofs. I got, I got some other stories we can go through though. Okay, all right. Before we um, get into your stories though, I really oh, want to yeah. talk about the blues. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. We were going to talk about the blues in the second half. Basically, yeah. basically, basically another goof, but <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about the St. Louis Blues this year. Sweet. So yeah. I, uh, I pulled up their depth chart and I found this quite funny. Okay. As the um, <clears throat> further position players. It's got, like, starter, second, third, plus, like, whatever. Yeah. So, at center, their starter is Robert Thomas. Their second is blank. <laughs> and their third is Nathan Walker. Wait, their second line center is empty. It just says blank. But when <laughs> Poor you add- Walker. He's below no one. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah, we don't have anyone yet, but, like, can you imagine if we put fucking Walker <laughs> yeah. up there? Come on, we're not gonna do that. Come on, let's be serious. Leave it empty. And then if you, if, if you look at the right wing, it's got Jordan Cairo, blank, Alex wow. Torpachenko. Can you say that last name one more time? Torpachenko? Torpachenko. Yeah. Fuck, I wish Alex was here. Just a nasty little hockey player. But here, I actually pulled up their actual projected line combos for next year. I want to hear Alex try to say Oldovson. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't, there, wasn't there a player whose nickname was Torpedo? Schmido the Torpedo or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, remember when Leper was on? He was talking about... Uh, uh, oh, that vaguely rings a bell, but yeah. I, don't, I can't say. Anyway. I, yeah, okay. But I would think Torpchenko would get the Torpedo. There, there's something there. Right? No, okay, whatever. All right, so I pulled up their actual line combinations projected for this season. 
And they're they're a lot better up the center than Nathan Walker. I can tell you that. Okay. Because he's not even on the list. Okay. Obviously, he's in net. <laughs> obviously, Robert Thomas, first line with Jordan Cairo and Pavel Butchnevich. That's yeah. a good line. That's, that's fine. The, that's, that's not a first line, but that's fine. Yeah, no, I was going to say that's oh, an that's elite a, second that's line. That's the first line. Uh, Thomas and Cairo? Nasty. Uh, okay. How, okay, with them as your first line, like how far are they going? Oh, <laughs> nasty. That's like not a not what, an are answer. They, to are Jake's they making question. the playoffs? They're a playoff no, team no, with no. that as a first line. No, I, I disagree. Hundred percent. The problem is they don't have a second line center, and I'm they not using defense. that figuratively. Braden I Shen. mean, they don't have a listed <laughs> second line center. Braden Shen will be playing second line center on that team. Oh, with Brandon Saad and Jacob Verana. Saad, 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 dude. And, and Verana, that's that's interesting. Yeah, we'll see how that how that plays out. Third line, they just brought this guy in. Old man, Kevin Hayes. I mean, the contract... He's only wide, 31, right? Widely considered the worst contract in the NHL. But they, he's only 31. Did they trade for him or did he get bought out? No, they traded for him. Why did they want that contract? Dude, they're a playoff team. Didn't they get a bunch of it retained, though? Probably. I don't know. Yeah, I thought I thought I thought I remember they got a bunch of that contract retained. But then they got Jake Neighbors and Sammy Boy on that line. And then the fourth line, just absolute nastiness with Alexi Torpachenko. All right, good name. Nikita Alexandrov and Kasperi Kapanen. <laughs> Kapanen. Oh yeah. man, I kind of forgot that he existed. I'm not okay. gonna lie. Who else like do they have as far as far as like depth wingers and, and whatnot? Because, like, that is not a great lineup. Hey, that lineup is solid, right? They got Matthew Highmore deep down the pipes. Oof. That's, that, that's okay. a, you know what? Solid fourth liner. Big part of the motto line. Logan Brown, Logan deep Brown. down the pipes. I grew up playing hockey with a kid named Logan Brown. Really? Yep. Does he play for the Blues now? He does, actually. <laughs> they, got, they got Josh Levo. Yep. All right, dude. Honestly, I think you're set. I think <laughs> Tyler Pitlick, Nathan Walker. Pitlick is just such a brutal name. You got to imagine growing up with that. Like not as an adult, really, but as a kid. Oof. What is Hayes getting paid? He's only getting six and a half. <laughs> For how long? Don't even worry about it. For how oh, long? Yeah. I think it's like six more years. Eesh. Seven. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, the length of JT Miller's contract, and they're the same age. Here's the name that I was uh, curious if you were going to mention. Adam Gaudet. Adam Gaudet is a blue? <laughs> How do you? I yeah. just realized that one doesn't fit so well. He's blue. <laughs> <laughs> he is blue. <laughs> he's a fucking avatar. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even have him on these depth charts because he's yeah. so far down, but yeah, uh, yes, he is a blue. Yeah, that's just a, an experiment that has gone a few places now and just hasn't worked. Yeah, I forget where the Canucks traded him to. I know he ended up in Ottawa. Chicago. They traded him for Highmore, I think. Chicago, and you're they right. ended up in Philly. Wow, and look at that. St. Louis just picking up the pieces yeah. there. He's a suitcase. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, huh. St. Louis' other problem is their defense is solid, but is so old. Yeah. What do we got? Nick Letty. Old. Colm Pareko. He's yeah. not old. Uh, no. He's getting up there. He's like 28. Late 20s. He's okay. Tori Krug and Justin Falk. They're early 30s. Marco Scandella and Robert Bortuzzo. Yeah, those guys are old. 
That is an old team. It's an old def- old. You have old, a lot of old dudes. Old old team. And who's in net? Banner. And and Joel Hofer is uh, is coming up. He had a nuts season in the HL last year. There you go. Is Bennington kind of in like the Jacob Markstrom level of goalies, and that sometimes he's really hot, but then when he's cold, it's like end of days cold. No, he's he, in like he has, Matt Murray territory. He, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he has good games, and he has games where he likes to try and take out the other team. Yeah, we, that's the weird thing. Is like Markstroms are like you know whatever. He has bad games where he lets in a whole lot of goals. But yeah, Bennington just has games where he actually needs to be checked into an insane asylum because he just starts trying to kill people. Yeah, he uh, he does he. Do you think he recognizes that he's got to cut that shit out? No, like it's not really funny. People don't look at it and they're like, "Yeah, this guy's really cool." Like, does he look like he needs to cut it out? Does he look nervous? <laughs> he's not nervous. Um, maybe he fucking should be. Yeah, he should be. <laughs> Man. I. You know what I really want to see? I want to see a. Jordan Bennington versus Ryan Reeves fight. Oh, I do not want to see that. That wouldn't be a fight. That would be an assault. (laughs) (laughs) That would just be a charge. (laughs) All right. So you were were talking about how the Kairou, Thomas, and Butchnevich line wouldn't really be a first line on any other team. Yeah. You know how many points or you know how many goals Jordan Kairou had? 30 goals? 37 last year. That's quite a few goals. That's a lot of goals. You know how many Butchnevich had? 30. 26. Okay, wow. well, that's not that good. But he only played 63 games. That's pretty okay, good. That's, that, that puts him on pace for about 30. And then Thomas isn't really your known goal scorer. But <laughs> and we're not going to talk about Thomas. <laughs> he, had, he had 18 and 73. Yeah. Well, not not every guy on a, a line is going to be a scorer. He, he's yeah. the he's the passer. Yeah, that's like that's like if you even look at the Canucks first line, it's uh, Mikheyev, Pedersen, Kuzmenko. Mikheyev is not getting thirty goals, right? He might. I think. Um, I think. Nah. It's, I think it's important as a Blues fan to look down the road, though, because like right now things are pretty rough, but they've got some good guys in the minors and and prospects. And if so, the team plays out like we think it's going to, they're going to get some very nice draft picks yes, in the future. Sir. Like, well, their, yeah. their top prospect, who they just drafted 10th overall this year, Delibor Dvorsky. Oh, he's nasty. Right? He's nasty. Pretty good. Also, don't forget. They had three picks in the first round. They, yep. They still have Jimmy Snuggerud. Yes. Yeah. Jimmy, what? No, Snuggerud is <laughs> so good. No. Yes. I the, didn't you're say You're telling it. me the next face of the NHL is named Snuggerud? <laughs> <laughs> Snuggerud. But, that yeah. sounds and like then, a sneeze. Uh, and like a bad sneeze. Jimmy Snuggerud was nasty on in the World World Juniors for Team USA, and then Played first line. I yeah, he's no, he's good. And then next, Otto Stenberg, another first round pick this year. So they got some guys. They got some guys. Yeah, just wait. Those guys are all going to be in. <laughs> Kevin Hayes is going to be a fucking walker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, St. Louis, what are you doing? <laughs> Plenty more stuff going on around the NHL though, and there's some other stuff I wanted to talk about real quick. So you know how last week. We were talking about, or maybe it was two weeks ago, I can't remember. But in the last episode, at least, mm. we were talking about uh, Zach Benson and Tom Wheelander and yeah. why the Canucks should have taken Benson instead of Wheelander. Yeah, and, well, he, and even though some of you thought that, I didn't, yeah. Well, I saw um, an interesting stat um, over the course of the week that I wanted to bring up with you. So in the last 25 years, mm-hmm. um, there's only been... One player to have 
more than 180 points as a U18 player in the WHL. Oh, boy. That isn't named Connor Bedard. I mean, and honestly. His name is Zach Benson. And his name the, is Zach Okay, well, you know what? That's cool. I'm glad he was good in the dub. <laughs> good for him. Lots of players are good in the dub. Yeah, most of them translate well to the NHL. Some of them can, for sure. It, it can happen. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he if he makes the NHL at some point. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely. Wheelander, though, like very, very good too. You know, and I think a lot of people forget <laughs> just how good he is. Right. Stop just stop. He's we don't playing know anything college about next him. year. Yeah. Which is great. The, the part to focus on here is a hundred. Patrick Kane played in college, eighty-one points in a season. Yeah, no, that's a lot. That's a lot of points for Zach sure. Zach Benson will be a star in the NHL. I'm thinking he probably got a lot of sheltered minutes, probably a lot of like offensive zone face-off time. You know, you can manufacture stats like that. It can happen. Wheelander, he was getting thrown to the wolves, man. <laughs> yeah, it sure. is amazing that he came out as good as he did, uh-huh. and he he's going to college. He's going to learn the North American ice. There you go. He's getting it done the the right way. I think that that is one of the best routes he can take. Who knows? I agree with with him going to college is probably the best route he can take, but I do not agree with anything else that you just said. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, like in all seriousness, Zach Benson is going to be a very good NHL player. This pick is going to age like milk, man. Like, dude, uh, okay, no, that unless, I'm not saying. Unless Willander becomes our number one right knee yeah. on our team, it's 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 going to sting gonna, a little it's bit. It's going to age like milk, I'm telling you. Milk, I don't know, man. Milk it's, ages it's quite always, well. It's always a bit harder. <laughs> yeah, you like your milk extra chunky? Like, Especially if you leave it on the counter yeah, for, yeah. for a month. Or in your trunk. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what y'all guys are doing with milk, but... <laughs> Don't try that at home. You know what comes in bags here? No, it de- here's the thing. What is this whole Canadian bagged milk? Is this like a... You've never had bagged milk? Bro. Bro. No. Bro? No. Why? It's it's a big thing in Toronto. It's Toronto. Yeah, yeah it's their fault well, that it. we get roped oh, into that. I had it in Quebec. Yeah, well, it's a big thing okay, in, so it's in like that Eastern, area. Yeah. Eastern, Eastern Canada. Eastern Canada, yeah. Yeah, Western Canada, we don't do that shit. Milk no. goes in jugs. No, it goes in bags, bro. Yeah, what do you put the bag in? A jug. No. What's no, the no. point? I, I bag my milk at home. You bag. <laughs> you, you pour it out of a jug into a bag. Yeah. Bags his milk and then leaves it out to get chunky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the counter. Yeah. Or and, it's that, and then I got bag cheese. You know what? I'm I'm done with this yeah. conversation. Okay, so I on the, on the topic I don't want this to go any further. <laughs> on the topic of um of defensemen in Vancouver. Yes. There's still a couple defensemen out on the market. And if the Canucks could make the money work, they could be looking at the picture Eric of the one. He's not on the market. Yeah. yeah and they're shopping him. Well, they're trying, but the uh, Canucks are also shopping Tyler Myers. So right. <laughs> anything can happen. However, nope. the two names that I've seen floating around really heavily attached to the Canucks, and I think the Canucks are desperately trying to make it work here, is one, Puce Suter. Bad, 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 bad. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, bad. I, okay. Bad. Can I ask why? Because I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend I know a lot about this guy. Not a good hockey player. No? Bad. I think he's more of a character issue. Okay. Bad, I've, bad. I've heard some rough stuff about Pew Suter. But. Okay. Is, uh, I, I'm pretty sure he plays forward. Uh, 
Oh, yeah, he's a centerman. My bad. Bad, 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 bad. <laughs> you imagine getting bad. a centerman mixed up Bray with Suter played defense. for Detroit. He was a centerman in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, it's fourth line to yeah. center in Detroit. <laughs> yeah. bad, anyway, bad, bad. but I, I saw his name, um, and I thought it'd be interesting to look at his um, his stat line to see, like, oh, maybe he'll work in, in Vancouver. <laughs> 80 games played, 24 points, 14 goals, 10 assists. I mean, if you're a fourth liner, those are... Those are fourth line numbers. Not bad. We don't want him. That's not good either. That's the thing. I, Dude, I think we got Niels Almond fourth line center, right? <laughs> we actually have some pretty healthy. Comp- the thing is, all the guys that we have in the minors, like we have some good ones that could come up. No, no, they're, they're not fourth liners. They're staying right. There. They no, they're not staying right there. But like they have to be third line and up. They can't play fourth line minutes. We got Atu Ratu. He's gonna make the squad, bro. Uh he might need another year to season first line center. Mm. The other name, which I know is a defenseman, <laughs> Matt Dumba. Bad, 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 bad. Yeah, like you would have to get this guy. Here, you know what? Here's what I'll say. You know he's not even black. Whoa! Wow, that's Dude. not really where I was going with Dude, this. Dude, what? However, he no, just no, whipped no. that out. He's, he's the face of Black History Month, and he's not even black. It's true. He's Filipino. I'm the one who told you yeah. guys that. Like <laughs> that is. Yeah. When you're looking at me it, like you're teaching me something. It I irritates know. me. Yeah. It, it, I'll be honest. I feel very neutral about that matter. I yeah. I feel like it should be Ryan Reeves. <laughs> That's arguably worse. I feel like worse. It, I feel oh. like Ryan Reeves should should be the face oh, of it. Oh boy. I think it should be peak. <laughs> okay. Moving on. We need to move. That's a dangerous. Yeah. Let's just not go down that road. But Matt Dumba, I know a lot of people like kind of chirp him and they're like, oh, you know, whatever. If you get him on an okay contract, I don't mind. You get him to like two years, 2.5. I'll take that. The thing is he won't sign it for no less than four. That's what I mean. That's where you're right. It's bad, but it's weird that we know that in advance. We're like, this this guy, four by four, this guy will only no. That's a good deal. That's a good Branson deal. Yeah. It's crazy to me that like good Branson got that money last year. I would, I would sign Dumbo to a four by four. Yeah. But also last year when good Branson did get it, everyone went, what are they doing? (laughs) Yeah. It was the worst signing of the, of the season. Uh, It it was up there. It was up there. Yeah. But that, that's what I mean. This is like, if you can avoid giving him a stupid contract, I I don't dislike, I think he'd be a good player, but like you just can't overpay him. And it's weird that we know that now yet. It's still inevitable that he will get overpaid by someone. And it will be a problem for them. And it will be a problem for him again. Just like sign a cheaper deal. Oops. I don't I don't it. mind Dumba's game. It just depends on the money. Dumba's twenty eight, by the way. Oh yeah, I would sign him to a four by four for sure. He'll be twenty nine. Yeah, dude. Dumba at thirty three years old is still gonna be a decent Dumba. You know what? What did we get Susie at? Three by uh, yeah, three I, years, three give me po- give me Matt Dumba at four point four million dollars. Nope. nope. And I'm taking Matt Dumba for four years. I would say us signing Carson Susie. I would say that's about what I'd be comfortable signing Dumba to. That's crazy better than Susie. Ca- Carson Susie's birthday is literally two days after Dumba's. They're really? pretty well the same age, yeah. Yeah, but I like I, Dumba more. Yeah, I, I like Dumba more too. But I also think Susie is a little overpaid. So I think Dumba is going to be perfectly paid at $4.4 million. Here. Okay, well, I, guess we'll, I guess we'll see. Anyway, last item on the docket. Yeah. Zadina. Zadina yeah. signed in San Jose, my third favorite logo. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. You missed allegedly. Oh, wait, were you here for I was that? here for that. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. We all did that. Uh, we yeah. could go today. He said, "I, I right just, there. I'm just used to next to you." I'm the very, Arizona Coyotes were number one. Yes, I'm very used to looking at Tyler and going, "Oh yeah, you missed that last week because he's just never here." But last wow, week, that's he, not true. He missed two months. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing this podcast for two and a half years. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, Zadina to the Sharks. I like that for the Sharks. They, I mean, they got a. They, yeah. they got to start somewhere. He's got an attitude problem. Bad, bad, bad. Why do you just think every contract is bad now? Uh, I don't think the contract's bad. I just think he's bad. What was the contract again? 1.1. 1. 1. Yeah, that's that it's is. Hoglander. Yeah, that is as low risk as you can get, pretty much. Like, and if you're, you're the Sharks, like you, the Sharks are in this weird, almost like limbo where they suck and they won't be able to get better for a long time because of the contracts they have. Yeah. So they're just like like taking a flyer on players and like giving them a chance and seeing what happens. I mean, that's kind of what they need to do at this point. Yeah, yeah you got to hope a project works out and then flip it for draft picks. That's like that's yeah. all you can do right now. I think for me, as soon as they can move hurdle, that's when they can actually start the rebuild. And Carlson. Well, but here I don't think they're moving hurdle before the Carlson yeah. contract is, yeah. expires, right? He's got seven years left at eight million. I still remember when he. Do you remember when he signed that and yeah. where I showed it to you? Do you remember where we were? We were in my basement. No, we were at the Bubble Tea place because we were about oh, to do yeah, an episode yeah, yeah. At, at the old studio, and yeah. there was a Bubble Tea place near there that we would yeah. frequently stop at. Yeah. And I remember sitting in there, and you were ordering, mm-hmm. and I saw it come up on my feed on my phone, and I still remember. I looked at you and I went, "Hey." What's the worst contract in the entire NHL? And I don't remember your answers, but you rattled off two or three that were pretty yeah. bad. And I flipped the phone around to show you, and your jaw dropped. Yeah. And you were like, that's it. Yeah. That is unequivocally it. And well, one of my answers was Kevin Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny. Yeah. We both come up this week. But so yeah, no, that's, that's, a, that's a good deal contract. for Kevin. Yeah. But anyway, Bad yeah. Bad like, deal for the Blues. Yeah. So there you go. San Jose is taking a shot on Zadina, and I don't blame them because they have years. They have to, yeah. They have years. The, the Sharks are, in in my opinion, in the worst position in the NHL, and I call it the abyss, where not, not a lot of teams even make it to this area, but they have no good young players. All of their old players are either worthless or paid so much that they're worthless, mm-hmm. and they have not a deep prospect pool. They have nothing to sell, nothing that they can use to buy and no prospects coming to save the day down the road. They are in the abyss. Nothing is happening in San Jose and they can't, because of that, they can't move. So you got to start taking gambles to try to get out of there. Yeah. They're in the abyss. They they did recoup some pieces with the Meyer trade. But outside yeah, of that, not enough. Right? Like it, it's it's a start, and you got to start. Well, they got somewhere. a good draft pick this year. Yeah, what they get? Will Smith. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's got a wicked back. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ! <laughs> Tell you, man, oh. that backhand is dangerous. Yeah, you watch out for Will Smith's <laughs> backhand, <laughs> especially if you're Chris Rock. All right. Okay, yeah, I yeah. think I think they got the reference. Yeah, I think they got it. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Speaking of backhands, 
<laughs> no, Jesus. no, you can't. No, 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 no. I'm shutting this down now. No one's ever going to know what this story was because Tyler's not allowed to use that segue. We're not even reading it anymore. You've ruined it. We're not doing it. What story? Oh, I, no. Yeah, he was no! going to read that. He was going to read that. No, no, dude, you no. cannot segue no. like that. That was so good. Bad Tyler. So bad. Bad Tyler. Yeah, no. 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 Bad host. No. <laughs> no. 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 Dude, dude I'm not no, joking. We're I'm not, not doing the story no, anymore. You cannot. You, you actually can, ruined it. I can change the segue. No. No, it's too late. No. Because we know what you were going to do. Also, there will not be enough time between now and when you plan on bringing up this story. There's enough time left in the episode before no. people to forget about it. No. You're not Every, it everyone. Yeah. No one knows what we're thinking, luckily. But you know what? I did text Alex to see what he was thinking. So, luckily for you guys, we got some thoughts. (laughs) We got some thoughts from Alex. We actually got one thought from Alex. What? And yeah, it's just one this week. Okay. I texted him about... It was at the beginning of this half when I was laughing when we started because I just texted him. I remember. said, hey... You got, any, you got any thoughts this week? He texted me back, like, instantly. Mm. Said, why is the hour hand on a clock smaller than the minute hand? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and he left it at that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got a point. He's not wrong. Yeah, like, an hour is longer than a minute, therefore uh, the hand should uh, be. No, 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 okay. no, no. 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 This is how, this is why. You... There's a reason? Yes, because the hour number is so much bigger where the minutes are, like, a lot smaller. So if you have a smaller, like, peg looking at the smaller, peg. like... What kind of clocks you use, I love listening to Tyler explain things to me. I like him trying to cram words in that don't belong. If you if you look at the clock and, and the hands on the clock, yeah. if, if you have a, the smaller clock looking in between 12 and 1... <laughs> I know exactly you don't, what you're going for. You don't get, a, like, you can't really tell directly what it is. Where the longer one, it goes all the way to the, the small digits in between your, your 12 and 1. So you know what time it is exactly. Okay, so you're, you're saying because... <laughs> the, hours, the hours go by so much slower, so you always know what hour it is. Right, so the minute hand has to be more precise, kind Exactly, of, is so, which is why saying, it's longer. Because it's a smaller decimal yes. of time. Okay. I get it. I don't like it. Why? It because Alex it, is right. There's, it is there's what it logic is. behind it. I no. I to, I totally recognize. I that. love it. I'm not Who, saying I don't recognize the logic. I'm saying I don't like it. Who reads analog clocks anymore? Anyway, I love it. You you love like it's a pastime. Like <laughs> yeah, look at that old he's clock. Just got, he's got clocks on the wall everywhere. Just I'm actually I'm clocks. actually getting a massive clock tattooed on me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what color? <laughs> what do the pegs look like? <laughs> How long is the hand? Oh, the hands are going to be proper. Okay. okay. You're going to have yeah. the long hand for the minutes yeah. and the short hand for the hours. What about the back hand? I wonder if one day we'll, we'll reading... save that for Will. <laughs> reading analog clocks is going to be like a lost art one day. It'll just be like, like speaking just Latin. Just like handwriting. No, because no. you're still going to have... Well, sorry. People will still have to read. Yeah, I know. I shouldn't have. People don't write in handwriting. What do you mean, people? Oh, you mean like cursive? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant just like writing, no. but like people won't know how to use a pencil. <laughs> no, like <laughs> reading. Like, is gonna be a lot. like cur- cursive. Cursive is a pastime. It's gone. 
Oh, yeah, is it? yeah, only, yeah, only the older teaching generation does. Yeah, you, you, really? don't, you don't learn it in school. Yeah, we used to get like grade three and then grade six, seven. You'd all three of those years, you do like yeah. units on like cursive yeah. writing. Yeah. Abolished, completely really? gone out of the school system. Great word. They've abolished it. It's been abolished. Okay. But the, uh, the no, the clock thing I think is more realistic because so many clocks are digital now. Mm-hmm. Like, unless it is like almost like a retro thing. There really aren't a lot of analog clocks left. Oh, yeah. I like, I think kids are going to eventually not know how to read them. I don't know. Stupid. I have a thought. Oh, oh what's your thought? Why do you Andrew. have a K on your wrist? Uh, yeah, it, you have a K written Sharpie on your wrist. What is that about? <sighs> it's, a, it's a long story. That's, we all got time. There are two more on the other side? Or? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Did you Jesus. join a cult? <laughs> no, see, there's nothing. Just a wolf. Just, just one K. Just a tattoo. Anyway, before we start describing Tyler's tattoos and details, I think we should probably read the socials. Yep. (laughs) I was getting to that. So if you guys want to ask me about my tattoos, you can. (laughs) (laughs) At VancouverBoys underscore on Twitter. I'll answer all your questions regarding my tattoos. And on threads. We're not oh, on threads. We got yeah, we gotta make a thread. I'm Marcus. on threads. So Marcus on threads. Follow yeah. me on threads at Canucks Videos underscore. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. Dude, no, it, it syncs to your Instagram account. It gives you the same handle oh, as your okay. Instagram account. That's I don't nice. think you can even change it. Oh, uh, did like, you know if you delete your threads account, it deletes your Instagram? Wow, they lock you in. Yep. They're like, you thought this was it was gonna be fun to hit. Sure, I'll sign up. You're in forever now, yeah, pal. Yeah. So don't delete your Threads account. You can just not use it, but don't delete it. Man, good to know. I might have. Yeah. Don't post anything on there. You'll regret. Well, I think you can still delete individual threads. You just can't probably. delete your thread account. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that sucks. Yeah. So but, like, I guess it also doesn't really affect me. The more you know. Yeah. But, no, if you want to reach us on any of our other socials, you can. Instagram, TikTok, Twitch. YouTube at Vancouver Boys Podcast. Google or Plus. Google Plus. <laughs> or you the fuck can, is that? It's don't worry about it. <laughs> or you <laughs> can find us on us MSN Messenger <laughs> <laughs> at our email at Vancouver Boys Podcast uh, at, at gmail.com. At AOL. Yeah. Or you can find Marcus on Tinder. <laughs> at Canucks Hang Videos. On. Nope. <laughs> no you videos on Tinder. <laughs> videos on Tinder. And you can find me and take a number. Yes. You can find me on Bumble Business. <laughs> yeah, be tuned for Bumble ads. <laughs> yeah. You could you could you could get an ad you for know Bumble what? listening to it. I had a great idea. What? This is how we're gonna get podcast guests. We go on Bumble, we sign up as a woman. But then we just make the picture our logo, and we put right in the bio, do you want to be on a podcast? (laughs) Are you a hockey fan? If you answered yes to at least one of these questions, DM us. Yeah. We get a lot of shit takes on our... Whatever. Could be a segment at the very least. Let's see what we got on Bumble today. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle from Maple Ridge. (laughs) I don't think I don't think we're gonna be able to repeat anything that these people say to us. <laughs> Why do they keep sending so many pictures? Oh God! <laughs> Who's the guy that you kept saying you were related to, or a bunch of people kept joking about? It was someone from like the Pitt Meadows Maple Ridge area. They Victor, played for the Preds. Victor Bartley. Victor Bartley. Victor Bartley. Yeah. Bartley, not Arvidsson. Yeah, Bartley. Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna get a bunch of his fans. Like, oh, oh, I knew that guy. Yeah, Victor Bartley, the legend. I have a signed Victor Bartley jersey. You sure do. That's. 
<laughs> wow, in Pit Meadows, that I must get, be worthless. <laughs> everyone has one. I guarantee, man, it's one of a kind. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that about does it for us this week. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's, that's it. Well, thank you all for listening. As long as you have, we really appreciate it. Yep. Thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. Peace. Trivia. What the hell was the trivia? Trivia. Um, oh, did you you didn't look up yeah, what number either? I know what number it is. Oh, you know. Okay, I guessed it was twenty nine. I guessed it was sixty nine. The answer is fourteen. Really? Yep. So I went fourteen. Oh, so we were just. <laughs> I was closer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's yeah there's Burrows. No, yeah. <laughs> Remember him? <laughs> what a what a horrible trivia. It's a great way to end this. <laughs> All right, that's it for this week. We're done.